Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Nerds Adulting Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Peter. I am joined once again by my best good buddy old pal, Josh. What's going on, man? What's up, Peter? Glad to be here again. Yes, glad to be back. We have an interesting episode today, and this was your idea because I was like, hey, we need we need a good topic to talk about. I want to come back with a great conversation starter discussion to have on the next show and you brought up the idea of video game movies and that's right and immediately i was like that's a fucking fantastic idea because i have so many thoughts and then fun fact we were going to record this episode last sunday and then you sent me that article uh, i forgot who was it the verge that did it it was like 47 video game movies or something like that and i was like yeah like ranked or whatever. yeah and i was like uh holy shit i haven't seen a lot of these and uh, and the ones that i have seen was a very long time ago and i was like let's reset let's watch some of these movies as many as we can and then come back and have the conversation right yeah so, because I was like, I want to do this episode justice, and hope, hopefully we do. Man, so I watched, what what movies did you wind up watching? Okay, so I, and I, I selected five for myself, and I made it to four, because like, you get busy throughout the week, and there's other shit that, honestly, I would rather be doing. <laughs> um, but, um, <clears throat> other than watching UA Bowl movies. So, anyways, I'm sorry. Um, I watched... Alone in the Dark, which came out in 2005. I watched Monster Hunter, which came out uh, a couple years ago. Hitman, which came out, the 47 variant, not the one with Tim Oliphant, the one with uh, Rupert Friend, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the one where he's not completely bald, which bothered me. And then, um, uh, which came out in 2015, I watched House of the Dead, which came out in 2003. And yeah, I just watched those four. I gave myself also Max Payne, the one with Mark Wahlberg that came out a few years ago, but I, I ended up not getting to it. Oh, I uh, wish you would have. I, 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 didn't, I did not watch that as well on my list, but I have seen that movie. And the thing about Max Payne, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. this, is, this is an old, I forgot what year it came out. This had been like 15, 16 years ago when that movie came out. That movie had like no action. Like, yeah. how do you make a Max Payne movie without fucking bullet time? Maybe there was bullet time, but there was like, no, it was so, it was very slow paced. And it was like, how do you do that? And that opens up a whole other can of worms of thoughts that I had about video game movies. But yeah. I kind of ran into the same issue. I think I saw, I don't know how many I saw. So I watched, I watched Uncharted, which, re, which I, came out. I want to see, yeah, I want to see it. I have, and I really liked Uncharted. So I'm very familiar with the game franchise. I haven't beaten them all. I didn't play the one with the two females as the main characters, but I really liked that game franchise. I've played a lot of a lot of those. So I, I was I was pretty well versed into the lore, which we'll get into in general about lore. <laughs> I fucking watched I fucking watched Super Mario Brothers. I forgot this was the early nineties movie, right? Whatever or Right. I don't. I don't have the the. It's a fucking terrible movie. Like it is horrible. Not just because. Not just video game. Not just. Not, not that it doesn't do the 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 genre or that game justice. It's just a horrible fucking movie, and it's just so bad. And then that kind of really made me like not want to watch any more movies. That just killed it for me. Um, I also watched Doom with, not the really shitty one, but the one with Carl Urban and and The Rock, which. 
I actually kind of like that came because Doom actually came out right around Doom after Doom 3. So like Doom 3 was like more of like survival horror. It wasn't this run and gun Doom that we know and love now. Uh, I also watched Prince of Persia and then I watched Mortal Kombat and then I didn't which, finish. Which Mortal Kombat? Oh, the first Mortal Kombat. I mean, okay. I just watched because I just fucking <laughs> love that movie. I just love it. And that one's actually like, I think the... I think that's actually one of the best movies to to sort of start off with because just for many reasons I have them in my head. And then I watched some of Assassin's Creed, which actually started off pretty well. Prince of Persia, I had a lot of thoughts about Prince of Persia because that game, Prince of Persia, a lot of people may not remember, Prince of Persia was huge. Like this is before yeah, Assassin's Creed. Prince of Persia Creed. was a huge, huge yeah. franchise. Bef- yeah. Before Assassin's Creed, there was Prince of Persia. And Prince of Persia was, man, that was an awesome franchise. And those were the ones I sort of watched or I did watch, but I didn't finish Assassin's Creed. But I actually was kind of intrigued with the way it started. It seemed like it was... You're more familiar with the Assassin's Creed games than I am, I think. But I felt like it sort of was true to the lore. Okay, so before we get into to the video game movies... Now, now, we're not specifically talking about these. We're sort of using these as reference points for the discussion. And we were talking... Like, what what sort of makes a video game movie good? What makes it successful? Why is it bad? And then I was actually thinking in my head, like, do we even really fucking need video game movies? Like, do we even want them? Because of Halo. Halo was another thing that, even though it's a TV show, Halo was another thing that I thought about, like, do we really need it? Oh, right. I've seen, and also, too, I didn't, I didn't watch these movies, but I've seen Pokemon, I've, or uh, Detective Pikachu. I've seen both Sonic movies. So I've seen a handful of, of these video game movies that were in this article that we're referencing. But Right. I was thinking this before got started. There's like different categories of video game movies is how I how I was looking at this. So okay, I need you to elaborate because I don't understand. Okay, and is lore is based on lore and like all the world building that's been that's gone on in the video game universe, right? So you have something okay. like I don't really consider Pokemon a video game movie because it it's a card game right the card game and it had a wildly popular cartoon that almost simultaneously released the video game and the card game sort of released around the same it released in the same year i don't remember what year but i know it released in the same year and then shortly a couple years after they had the the cartoon which was massively popular so that so the way i look at pokemon i don't really consider that true video game movie right because you had yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't consider i'm gonna let you finish your thought but i wouldn't i would consider that more of just a a univ a live action adaptation that's it yeah or interpretation yeah yeah sure whatever of that of that franchise right right so someone i had a conversation with this with brandon who was on for halo and i really was like he said that was he i was saying how i thought uncharted was probably the best video game movie that i've seen just for all the other reasons that we'll get into but and he was saying pokemon was and i was like then i started thinking like that doesn't really count so okay and i don't really know how to break this up into categories i guess there's like levels of lore is how i look at it so you look at a movie like double dragon right double dragon that came out it's based on a beat-em-up there's really no fucking story other than some dude's girlfriend gets kidnapped by a bunch of gangbangers and you're like got to beat him up and brawl, right? And right. they made a movie about that. Or like Super Mario Brothers. If I mean, there really isn't... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, up into Super Mario World, there really isn't much story there, right? Yeah. I mean, you had... I mean, 
by that time you had super mm-hmm. mario world that was when super mario Bros. came out super mario mario world was the baseline or was like where they were at in that franchise and i don't really know maybe you can help me with this i don't really know how to categorize this but maybe there's like levels of lore and whatever level so like halo to me would be max level lore right because there's books there's 20 years worth of video games right and then yeah. you had lots of books if i remember correctly so i kind of feel like halo will be like the highest level i don't know how to tear this out and this, so this is where i think other franchises get movie franchise movies get kind of torn when it i always said halo, hey people are going to hate halo no matter what right regardless what's going to happen people are going to hate it and I think they did the right thing is doing a TV show for Halo. I don't think Halo should be a movie. That's just my thoughts. But then you also have something like Mortal Kombat. When Mortal Kombat came out, the first one, there was only Mortal Kombat 2 and there was some story. And actually they paid, they were pretty faithful to that story for the most part with Outworld and all and Shao Kahn and all that. But there, I mean, I mean, even with uh, Liu Kang being the, the tournament champion, which he was in the first Mortal Kombat, and so th- they they emphasize that as he's like the chosen one or whatever. And right. so I, I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? Like there's different levels of lore. And depending on how much lore there is, I think it can make the movie more difficult to be good or successful or have the fans happy. Does that make sense? Like that's how I was looking. I was like it, it, it does make sense. So the way that I see it, right, going from your perspective of there, that there's different levels of lore. Let's say you want to make a film about a video game that has a lot of lore, a lot of backstory, a lot of expanded characters and expanded situations and circumstances that drive the story in certain directions, right? I don't understand why, um, why companies that make them or publishers that make them uh, directors that direct them writers that write them i don't know why when there's so much uh information to use to aid you in creating this story you choose to disregard so much of it it's different when you're making a movie about uh like you said um let's say let's say for me House of the Dead. What's House of the Dead? House of the Dead is an arcade <laughs> VR type style shooter where you it's, put it's your a rail shooter. That's all yeah. it is. It's a rail shooter. There's yeah. really no fucking yeah. story. It's a rail game. shooter. Yeah. There's basically nothing going on. The game's been around forever. But the thing is, right? The thing is that when you take, you say you take this universe and you're like, oh, this story hasn't been told in it. Let me just make one up. And what you make up is just so bad. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is. What I don't think UA Bowl has played a video game in his life. I'd have to read more about him. To be honest, I'm going to be fair here. I did not read anything specific about his early life or what, what made him want to make so many video game movies. All I know is that he is at the backbone of most video game adaptation films that are undeniably horrible. Okay? So, um, so it really begs to, like you're saying, these tiers of lore, so, or these, uh, uh, these levels of lore, like you have a franchise that's so thick with lore, and you, you refuse to take a chunk of it and 
maybe maybe make a spin-off. You don't have to tell uh, a Halo story that's centralized around Master Chief. Halo affects all of humanity. As long as you take the lore that is built and create something separate, I don't think people that either enjoy this the, that are fans of the lore or even new people that will be fine. But when you say we have to make this piece of media uh, a friendly opener for people to oh um, a, a friendly piece a friendly way to get into the franchise for people that don't know anything about it it's like why do you have to change why is your priority new fans when the people that brought you to where you are are going to be so they're going to feel so vilely disrespected so like for example, I'm not going to, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but Halo, I, I gave Halo a chance. I started watching Halo. Hmm? I was like, uh, you know what? I'll give it a chance. I'll look past all this stuff. And some stuff in it is pretty cool. Some stuff is in, is in, in, it, in, it, in it is interesting, but something happened in the episode before last Thursday, and I'm just not about it. I'm, I said, what? There's absolutely no way. This is such like a, this would never happen. Like so um so now I'm really really like I'm reeling it back off of wanting to watch Halo now because of it. But so, I'm not going to say what it is in case anybody's watching. But and so um, this is what I find this is what I find interesting about video game movie adaptations. I know we we're talking a little bit about Halo which is a TV show but we wanted to focus on on and that's my fault right, cuz I brought right, it up. Right, yeah. But I was using an example because of all of the lore that's there. And so I, I feel like, so if you think about it, what video game, when you say a great video game movie, like that was awesome and great, I mean, wh what would you say? I mean, you could say Mortal Kombat is probably, like, I, w I would say Mortal Kombat is probably the, one of the best video game movies that's ever been made, but it's not inherently a good movie. I mean, no. performances aren't good. So it's no. like, I know it's a, no. I know, I know it's, a right. sub it's a subjective conversation but like you're never gonna see a video game movie probably win an academy award i mean i maybe not we did see a comic book movie sort of a comic book movie win academy award and and that's that's stretching a little bit i think with uh the joker but and this is where i think video game movies have it tough right like how you're talking about halo so you have a you have already have an installed large fan base for so halo is a little different too because it's so big but it's something like any video game, obviously, any any time a video game movie is being made or has been made, it's because there is a large contingent of fans, and the studios believe they can make money off of this. Right? That's usually when a video game movie gets made. And so, what makes what makes video game movies, I think, super tough. Like, I would never want to work on it. I don't care. You can make me. You can say we want you to produce on a Metal Gear movie. I would be terrified to do that like you know what i mean okay so not only do you need to make a good movie you need to make a good movie that appeases the installed fan base you need to make a movie that appeases random people and you just need to make it a good movie you know a good movie in general on top of all of these other things and sometimes people strive really 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 hard to appease the fans I'm trying to think of a movie where they did that, where they really went hard for the fans, but it didn't really turn out well. But you get what I'm saying? Like, they strayed one of those things, 
and the movie just isn't very good, right? And so, and I know you didn't say this in our conversation when we were talking in Discord, just chatting about this, but it's like, so then what does make a good video game movie? Is it is it because it's a faithful like no one I think the majority of don't want to don't want to see a movie that depicts exactly what we've seen in the video game world, right? At the same time, we wanted to pay respects to the lore that was established in these video games, right? Exactly. But at the same time, we wanted to be a good entertaining movie. Right. So you you're a creator of all these movies. You have to you have to juggle all of this. And this is why I think I watched Uncharted and they had all the characters in there. They had well, they didn't have what's her name? Elena, right? His girlfriend in the video game, the blonde. They yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't have her in there, which is fine because this is almost like a, so this takes place in my, in the in the way it works cuz in the first Uncharted game, Drake already knows um Am I messing this up? Drake? Nathan Drake. I was like, Drake. I started like, did I get that wrong? Drake, Nathan Drake already knows Sully in the first video game. Right? They already have an established relationship. So in the movie, right. they meet for the first time. And, but I, and he didn't, and everyone was upset. So this is another example. Everyone was upset because Sully didn't have a must, the mustache. Mark Wahlberg didn't have a mustache. And fans were pissed about that when they saw that trailer. They were mad. I was like, <sighs> you know, like you can't win. Like you just cannot win. Right, like Sully is. You tell me that at some point in time, in Sully's life, he didn't have a mustache. But this is the shit that happens with video game movies. And with that being said, I felt like Uncharted paid service to the to the video games and the stories before it pretty well. It included his brother. It had had Sam, and it had Nathan Drake, and they were funny together. They had a rapport. They had like, and it was entertaining. It was fun, and. It felt like yeah. it felt like an uncharted movie. Like it felt like that and to me, and again, it's not going to win an Academy Award, but to me, after watching that movie, I really felt like that that movie was probably the best video game movie. It did it juggled and it also had a uh I, I can't remember the chick that ran that buff chick that would like beat everyone's ass and she like ran the the those guns for hire. Didn't you I play don't the PMCs? Yeah, she so I forgot her name. So there's a there is a there is a woman character in there that I think is based off of her, but it's not her. She runs the the PMC group uh of them uh, that that the main villain like hires, right? But I was fine with that. And I felt like the movie stood up on its own. It paid enough fan service in my opinion to the video game franchise. And it was entertaining. Performances were good. It was shot well. It was acted pretty well. It had all of these things, and I really, really liked it. And it's very rare. I think that's very rare. And I think that's what... So I want to get your thoughts on that, about juggling all these things to make a good video game movie. What do you think about all those things that that I was talking about? So, okay. I understand what you're saying. Like, you have to juggle all these things. You're trying to create a good film that's entertaining, but you're also trying to do a fan service. If that's what it is you actually are trying to do, or if you're like saying, screw it, I'm just going to make whatever I want, and if people like it, I don't care. I still got my money. Whatever. So, that's Huey Bull. Huey um, Bull's like, I just want this shit. I just want to make <laughs> movies. Dude. That was his thing. I don't... Oh, my God. So, um, I don't know. I think it's also about getting the right talent for it. Because if you see... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I don't know if Christian Slater has ever been, ever, in his whole career, an A-list actor. I think Christian Slater might actually be below... Um... <laughs> below... <laughs> I'm so sorry. I think that Christian Slater might How actually be... How dare you slander be, Christian Slater's name Hold on, on he, he, he might be below uh oh my god what's his name he's the guy that's he does all the the karate movies ralph macchio john claude van damme oh my god no not john claude van damme bruce lee no never mind i'll figure it out later no it's not jackie chan it's a white guy whatever um steven seagal oh okay I actually oh, so Steven like Seagal the amount was the, pretty big back in the day though. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like Christian Slater might even be below Steven Seagal. Like I feel like Alone in the Dark would have been a better film if Steven Seagal was in it. Wow, I haven't seen Alone in the Dark. I'm actually interested. So okay, well, I want to get your thoughts. But so I want so, you. Like I'm sorry. Like I was saying, yeah, you have to have the yeah. right talent. You have to have the right the right person that to write it. Because a lot of writers, they look, I don't feel like they, they look at source material. This is the same thing that happened with Star Wars. We had no source material to go off of. What are you talking about? There's who so, said that? Somebody said that about one of the Star Wars movies. They said that we didn't have enough source material huh. to read through in order to, to reference certain, certain aspects of it. But I don't remember who said it. Um, and then there's people in the... Again, we're coming back to Halo. Oh, my goodness. I feel so bad doing it over and over and over. But... Um, I, I mean, I think Halo's a good example, even though it's a but, TV okay, show. Okay, so you have, you, have, but, you have creative minds working on Halo that openly admitted we didn't look at the game at all. For what? I'm going to make... I want to make the show I want to make. Yeah, but you're making the show for me. The show is for me. And ultimately, the first person that's going to sit down to watch it, out of the however many thousands, the largest percentage of people that are going to be the first ones to sit down and watch the show are going to be the fans. The first ones that are going to sit and go to that theater to watch that film are going to be the fans of the series. It's not going to be, hey, that, uh, that Silent Hill movie looks pretty scary. You don't know what Silent Hill is. When I saw the trailer for Silent Hill back in the day, I started freaking out. It was one of the first like video game movies that I had gone to see after playing an insane amount of Silent Hill growing up. And I went and saw it, and I was like, ah, this is all right. I wasn't, there was some stuff that I was like, oh, that's cool. But then now that I'm older and I think about my time with Silent Hill and I revisit, if I ever revisit Silent Hill again... I'm g- I know I'm going to be like, it's, I just have to forget that this is a video game movie. All right. So I'm really glad you brought up Silent Hill because that's sort of like the other end of the spectrum versus Uncharted to me. Because if I remember correctly, the Silent Hill movie really didn't play into the storyline of those, of those games very much. They did have like Pyramid Head and then the the nurses right the fucked up nurses they had the they it's had been, the nurse the hoochie nurses that's yeah the hoochie nurses yeah the hoochie um, nurses but here's here's the thing why I find that movie interesting I played a lot of Silent Hill but that was a long time ago and I don't, for some reason it doesn't stick in my memory like Resident Evil does but anyways I really liked that movie I like Silent Hill too I, I like Silent, Silent Hill, Hill too but but this but is where I'm saying like you're saying early early on with Silent Hill I had to tell myself this it's just a movie 
because it can totally like even though the story is not 100% accurate to the original game that's fine because it does the story that it is trying to tell I thought it told it well right and so that's my thing going back to halo again that's my thing like, <laughs> even though i didn't finish it because i was like i really don't like where this is going this is like really as a like i was fine with them not sticking to the lore i was way more on board with that with you because of things like silent hill like that was a perfect yeah. example of someone taking li- or taking liberties with the ip and making something of its own and it being good and entertaining like hey and i was hoping for that with halo but then they really just did stuff that just it was. I could see where it was kind of going down this like derivative path. It didn't seem very original in the writing and what have you. And I think you kind of beat it out of me. And I was like, I'm no, I don't want to watch this anymore. I have to talk with you for oh, like yeah. two hours our, about our first conversation was pretty bad. <laughs> but I'm sorry, no, don't apologize. It's funny. Go back. I listened to the episode. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I mean, you're right. I mean, as if you're not wrong in the things that you're saying, right? We just we were having a discussion and we just had different viewpoints. And so that was my whole thing with Halo was that I don't care too much if they stray away from the lore as long as they stick to good writing good entertainment value and it at least pays service to to the video game and one of the things is they didn't have sarge in there right i don't know if he ever showed up that was another huge thing that like really fucking pissed me off was so even small so even small things like that can make a view game movie i think you, like, you don't need to be super lore accurate but you need to have fan favorites like that character in 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 the show Right, because he was uh, Sergeant huge. Johnson. Yeah, Sergeant Johnson. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. You need to have stuff like that, and so with, I mean, even but even so, Silent Hill did that sort of like with Pyramid Head. Like Pyramid Head and Silent Hill was fucking bad as horrifying and fucking yeah. amazing. Every right, every I, time that Pyramid Head showed up in Silent Hill, you were like, "I need yep, to run. Out. I don't. I don't need this key. I need to go." Dunzo. like wherever any <laughs> anywhere that you could run you were going if you heard that like that that music that plays when he shows up you are gone it doesn't matter and they and, and so they even had so they had this moment in that movie where he rips that she was a girl she was like she was kind of young she rips he rips the skin he just rips the skin off of her and throws it at and it hits like the door i was like I mean, I was not expecting that. So you have moments like that, and I feel like that yeah. was sort of pay, that was paying fan service and was done well. And so Silent Hill is a really good example to me of a movie taking a lot of liberties with the lore and with the game itself, but making it making it its own. I really like Silent Hill from for many reasons. I like horror. I loved horror. I don't, I don't like horror so much anymore for whatever reason. But is it? It's a very good horror movie. The story was done pretty well. The ending was weird. The ending was weird. I'm not sure. If, you know. True. And that's where, and then the sequel just absolutely that. You know what? Actually, I never saw the sequel. I didn't. Even, I don't even don't. remember there being a sequel. No. The sequel. The sequel is supposed to be based off of Dally Hill Three. I think when he made it through Dally Hill, Hill Three, two. when when the when you play as like that teenage girl, it's kind of like the same, but it's just not good. The the yeah. movie's just not good. So you okay? So you reference. I want to. I want to ask you this. You you said on the pod that you loved Alone in the Dark. It was like one of your. No, I did it. <laughs> you hated it. Oh, I, the the video the, game. No, the, the video game. game. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I'm sorry. We need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to like clarify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you loved the video game, and then you saw the movie, 
clear i guess you didn't like the movie and so given those things that we're sort of talking about like paying fan service pay, or paying fan service paying attention to the lore to the video game itself it being a generally good movie like what were the how did all those things play out with alone in the dark so alone in the dark the first game originally came out in 1992 right and it was just alone in the dark and then there was a 2001 uh version uh, that takes place in the year 2001. It's called Alone of the Dark, A New Nightmare. That's the one that I am familiar with, okay? Uh-huh. Um, Edward Carnby is the main character, and he comes from a line of... The way that they fix this is because the first or the original Alone in the Dark game takes place in, like, the 1920s, and you are a investigator, and you're trying to figure out uh, something in regarding to a missing person, right? And you find a bunch of... I've never played it, but I read uh, I read about it, and so that's why I know this. Um, then there's a sequel that takes place in the 30s, and you're still the same character, right? And then the storyline skips to 2001 because they wanted to have certain aspects of the 2000s and late 90s in the game, which is fine. Um, but the way that they corrected themselves in terms of lore because it's the same character it's still edward carnby right Mm. and the way that they did it is they made it so that edward carnby is a reincarnation of a lineage of shadow hunters that are born and they're orphan children and his spirit like goes in their body or whatever and then he edward carnby is like native american like it's the it's like their language if they said it phonetically it comes out to like some native american um language that dictates the hunter of evil in a shadow or something like that i don't remember exactly what it what it comes out mm-hmm. to now i'm trying not to i'm obviously saying this as well i'm trying to be as respectful as possible um cuz never with all due okay. respect that movie yeah. fucking was shitty as fuck it had but it had so the film the film has to do with um, an, an ancient Native American tribe or people that were completely wiped out by, like, this shadow darkness monster race or whatever that was summoned from the world of darkness. It's like there's the world of light and the world of darkness. And overall, the film is just poorly acted. Christian Slater is not... There's some stuff in the film you're watching it and you're like, are you superhuman? Like, there's some like super, like the Matrix uh, uh, meets John Wick stuff going on in that movie. And then I've noticed in multiple movies that I've seen, including House of the Dead, which is one of the two UA Bull movies on my list that I watched, UA Bull loves his uh, death metal or thrasher metal uh, hero standoffs against bad guys. He loves them. Yeah. No, it's more like swarm fight. Like defend the perimeter fight. Horde horde (laughs) mode. (laughs) Horde mode, exactly. And so there was slow-mo and there was gore, people getting their heads split wide open. It's it's a it's it's a crazy movie. And then it also has um what is his name? Uh, where is he? Yes, Steven Dorf. Steven Dorf, I don't know if you remember. Steven Dorf plays the bad guy in Blade Mm -hmm. 2? Blade 1. Blade 1, that's right. And so... um, Deacon Frost. That's right, Deacon Frost. I love that fucking movie, by the way. (laughs) 
Yeah, that he did a way better job in that movie than in this movie. And then there's just things in this movie that just don't make sense. But I understand what they tried to do. But according to the lore of previous games, the story of the bad guys, per se, doesn't go. Um, Because it's not really paranormal. It's not like... A spiritual thing. These are physical beasts that exist on our physical plane. It's not, they don't get transferred from another dimension or anything. They're just underground. So it's not, what's paranormal about that? It's a natural living creature that's been sealed away by a tribe of people. Well, so there's nothing, there's nothing extra about that. Like, so what, like, with that movie, like, how did it, how did it juggle all those things that we sort of like laid out as sort of like the baseline lower performances, entertaining? Right. Performance performances each they try to give like zippy one-liners and there's really awkward like situations between the actors sometimes and I'm like did you feel good saying that were you like at the end of this scene were you like that's it that's the one. No. I watched this movie and I was like Ugh, like with almost every interaction like especially like um Tara Reed I was like I could not unsee her from American Pie. I just could not do it. I, was I totally like, forgot she was in that movie. I totally forgot she was in that yeah, movie. Yeah, I was I was like, you're from American Pie. You don't you're not an archaeologist. You don't shoot anybody. You are not cool. Go be in American Pie. Like, you're not a badass. Go be in American Pie. No, I mean don't disrespect. I just feel like she was miscast. I know she probably did her best, but she just does not go in that in that role. Christian Slater tried to do his best, and so did Steven Dorf, but I don't know what it is about UA Bowl and his action scenes. He likes to over, super overdo it. So, <clears throat> and then when it comes to when it comes to lore, they did stick to the orphan thing, and he's the chosen one, and all of this stuff. They did stick to that, but then they tied in a bunch of other orphans. I don't know. It's just uh, it's just a convoluted story that is. It's kind of hard to follow. Well, he's synonymous for coming in and getting all these view game movie rights into like he he made um, Blood Rain with yeah, yeah that's right what was the name was it Kristana Loken is that her name whatever that was horrible I mean the games weren't even really that good they were popular I mean they were kind of cool but I mean the games weren't even really that good and they still made that into a movie like Blood Rain got a movie like what like I don't know that. Yeah, I I feel like his movies are its own like category. Those are cash grabs, like no attempt to make a good movie. Just what I I can't even explain. It. Yeah. So okay, Prince of Persia. All right, I watched Prince of Persia. Okay, Prince of Persia could have been could have been a very good movie, dude. Star Jake Gyllenhaal as Dastan. It had Ben Kingsley as the main villain. It had Alfred Molina in there. And I think that's uh, the main ones of note that was in that movie. And then his love interest uh, was played by Gemma Arterton. And it was just, it was like shot terribly. Like it was just all the action. I hate in action sequences when they cut to another like 
you punch and then you cut and you kick and you cut and you do a backflip and you cut and it was just like oh my god it was terrible and then the performances weren't that bad but they were so forced like there's a scene at the end of the movie where he has to let her go in order to like save the world and i was laughing because it was just so horribly done like he was like letting her go and he was like no you know like the whole like cheesy thing and he like lets her go and she's like falling and she's like dustin because that's his name which mind you they yell his name constantly throughout this movie and i was like it's so bad and then and then it's just like it's just he's sitting there trying to cry and the audience is trying to make you feel bad right you're supposed to have this like moment and i'm just yeah. laughing because it was so cheesy and horribly done and there's another moment in this movie where he goes in because his like adopted father had died right and so he like sneaks into this casket carrying whenever uh whatever you want to call it they're carrying it and he like sneaks into it and he looks at it and he gets like super emotional and it's like this like metallic face and looks nothing like him and he gets like super emotional kind of like snicker because it's like they're trying to make you feel you know like there's a mo but there's just none and it was just like they did it's like one of those things where they just did too much like the special effects for 2010 or 2012 whenever it came out weren't bad it was actually like it was pretty well done and it had moments but man like the performances not i think it's because of writing and the way the movie was shot and cut horrible and it just ruined it and i felt like that was a movie that had so much potential they didn't do a whole lot of parkour which they should have done more right because of prince of persia and they didn't they didn't have a whole lot of that but i mean you had you know that beautiful jake gyllenhaal you know like is the beautiful gemma Archergen. she was she looked mighty fine in this movie and then you had bang it was just like so many things going for it and it was just like man it just didn't it just didn't i couldn't say if it actually paid paid uh references to the lore that much but the sands of time part was was part of it because that was a that was a thing you could do in the game you could rewind time if you like you were getting your ass kicked you could rewind time so they had that and it actually had some pretty cool effects but man it was ruined by horrible writing and just horrible horrible cinematography like it was just yeah so bad and i was like really rooting for this movie because watching like this could be good i wish i would have finished assassin's creed because it started off really good I've, I've heard it wasn't very good but it started off like oh shit this is like what i remember yeah so i guess i'm trying to think here like where <laughs> so then what was what was something that you were like do you think that these films that are older right i mean obviously we have films coming out now but we have films that came out in like the un, under the the 2010s, right? Um, have, were were any of those films that you watched filmed before 2010? Uh, even maybe even maybe before 2016. I'm I'm saying. So Mortal Kombat was before. Uh, God, that was like. Man, that would have been in 90, 96, 97. Yeah. So that was one. Um, me pull up what, what else did i see uh we talked about silent hill so that was oh doom doom was before 2010 yeah, yeah. okay so here's my question so you're identifying these films that you watch right my question is do you think that these films did the test of time now what i'm gonna say hold on before you answer right i think that mortal kombat does because like you said it is a good video game movie so it has that charm, although the film objectively is bad. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's, that's like the question of like, are you entertained? 
right? I guess that's the question. Are you entertained? I guess at the end of the day, like is like when you say, does it stand the test of time? So, Mortal Kombat, I would say yes. Even even though the special effects are just obviously they were horrible for back then, but they they were just really bad in general. But I would give you Mortal Kombat stands the test of time because the hand to hand fight scenes were fucking badass even today. I mean, minus like a few things like Scorpion could have just stepped forward and could have gotten Johnny Cage, but for some reason he couldn't. <laughs> you remember that scene when he was, they were fighting? But the music, the fucking music in that movie, dude. Every time I hear KMFDM, I just want to fight somebody. <laughs> now, even, you know? even 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 the choreography was like, fun. yeah, yeah, and the Scorpion fighting. It had so many memorable moments for me. I mean, maybe yeah. it's nostalgia. But yeah, if you, you watch that, that oily dude that gets frozen, he's like, <laughs> that dude in the little, that hall. I, I'm never going to forget that guy ever for the rest of my life. Dude, I don't understand I, how that guy's just like, I'm going to fight Sub-Zero and I'm going to die and it's going to fucking rule. <laughs> like he just, oh my God. And it, like, nobody's looking at him like, dude, you better chill out. Like, no, he just sent it and it was awesome. Like, so... I don't know if it's this nostalgia. We watched that movie. I've watched the movie. I still watch the movie to this day. I still find it fucking entertaining. Mainly because the fight scenes are badass. And Christopher Lambert turns in a pretty damn good performance. All things considered, you're a fucking thunder god. You're of, and you're the protector of Earth realm from Outworld. And it's decided by a fucking tournament of fighters. You know? And like you got someone that can work. So it's like the, the premise of this movie, it sounds really dumb. But I will give you yes, it does stand this time, specifically because of the fight scenes and the combat, the choreography. Still, man, I love it. That fight scene with Johnny Cage and Scorpion, man, that's got to be like up there as as far as like top entertaining fights in a movie, right? Yeah, that's like one of my man. God, it was so brutal. So yeah, I'll give you that. Um, the problem is there's so many of them just not good, right? Resident Evil. So I didn't watch it recently but resident evil was another movie that did a good job i think of paying the fan service but really like that really went out on its own especially in the newer movies but the original it had the mansion um it had i want to say or was jill in the second one i think jill came in the second one um but it had it had the mansion and it had like the the lab stuff going on it had umbrella and that was another movie that's sort of like Silent Hill to me, but I think that paid more fan service and more attention to the lore than other games. I would say, I would say Resident Evil. I know I'm just saying this off the cuff, off a whim, but I would say that's another movie that would stand the test of time as far as movies. The problem is, is all the things that we're talking about. I mean, what? Okay, what good movie? What good video game movie before 2010? Like, was there even like one? You got to find a good one. And well, I'm, talking test about, I'm talking about like standing the test of time in terms of like does it have that charm none of them do a very a very small percentage has has that charm i think that super mario bros has that charm because it's so bad it dude that movie's like got a runtime of like almost two fucking hours i know it, it has no charm <laughs> i don't care what you say i don't that know. movie is so bad. Okay, I get what you're saying. Like, you can have a movie that's so bad it's good, and you can make fun of it, right? I guess that if you want to get drunk and have a good time with your buddies and make fun of the movie, I mean, Super Mario Bros. could be that movie. It's just... Feel like, what happened is when they sat down to write the Super Mario Bros. movie, right? He sat down, he was like, all right, Super Mario Brothers, act one. And then he was like, let me think about some stuff from the video game. 
And he was like, you know what? What the fuck am I supposed to do with this shit? There's nothing going on. There's a woman in a castle and a dinosaur turtle man. That's all I got. All right, I'll think of something. And they're like, hey, we need to, we need to get this written by next week. And the guy's like, fuck, he's sweating in his house. He's like this. He's like mainlining coffee and cocaine, trying to figure out what to write for this film. And then we got the product that we got. You know, there was, <laughs> there was nothing. There was nothing to write. There was nothing to write for Super Mario. Nothing. And that's another one of those category lore category things, right? That would be cat- like there's no lore to that. It's just you know there's no story to that game, you know. And so they had to come up with something that sort of is in this weird universe with no story, and it makes sense. I feel like I think I could have. I'm not even. I don't. I, don't, I mean, I don't even write like that. But I think you and I could have brainstormed a better movie idea than what we got yeah. from that movie i don't know what happened but like make it cgi Ding. i'm glad you brought that up because everybody everybody loves the sonic movies right right everyone i know i haven't, I haven't seen any of them okay but sure i'm sure people I in our that chat, people i understand that people like them yeah and i'm not about to say i dislike them. i like them they were fun they were cool whatever it paid decent fan service that movie had no business being a live action film. That should have been an animated film. It should have been CGI film. All the characters. You had a great you had great cartoon shows. You had the one that was on ABC on Saturday mornings that was a little bit more serious in tone, which I fucking loved as a kid. And then you had the goofier goofier one that I saw on a network called UPN. That movie, those movies, I felt like I w- and Jim Carrey was fantastic. I love Jim Carrey did a fantastic job. I still feel like those movies should have been CGI. I didn't like the live action aspect. I don't like movies like that, right? Like, can you name a movie that's live action that that has like cartoon Pokemon. aspects like that, that that is good? I guess Pokemon. Who Framed Roger Rabbit was I like... I thought, I thought you liked Pokemon. But or I don't consider that... Okay, okay, I'll give you that. There's Okay, there's one that I did. I did like I did like Pokemon. Even though we, we both sort of agree that it's not a true like true video movie <laughs> like, oh yeah that's true because that's of true. all of the other things because it's a card game it's a cartoon because everything sort of simultaneously launched in like a span of three years together so a lot of people consumed the cartoon but didn't play the video games right a lot of people played right. the card game but maybe didn't consume the other two aspects of it oh. but i mean they did have like a lot of um they did have a lot of issues in the trailer like when they first dropped the trailer for sonic the fans were like what the fuck is that like because he had like these weird beady little eyes and like they were like we're not going to make any fucking money unless we fix every single thing we have rendered up to this point and that's another well i wasn't saying that's another fan service no because he just looked fucking like a nightmare i didn't understand that but he did i was like (laughs) but so a lot of people like sonic and i and that was another that was what brandon had brought up when we were talking in his discord at uh breaking geek no i'm sorry lrm and i was like i was saying how uncharted is my i think my favorite video game movie of all time next to like world Kombat. he was saying sonic and then pokemon i didn't i didn't respond but i was like i don't, I don't have i don't have any issues with sonic those movies are fun they're a little bit i think they're a little bit too especially the second one i think they're a little bit too childish you know like it's a little bit too goofy almost like you can have a child like a child movie a child movie whatever a kid's movie and it has some a little bit more of a serious tone with some adult themes in it. A family friendly movie. There you go. Yeah, Sonic was all for the kids, man. It was all for the kids. It's fine. There's Sonic is like to me is fine. 
but it wasn't like and this not now i sound like you know an entitled video game nerd i wanted it to see be a cgi movie right i wanted it to be because you could have done because we didn't see green hill zone really i mean kind of saw in the beginning right we didn't see the the casino levels we didn't see any of those well, we kind of saw the underwater level in part two but like you had all these iconic things from the games that we just didn't get to see in the movies yeah. it's mostly about like we didn't see a whole lot of you know animals being captured and turned into robots you know that was like a huge huge thing from the game yeah. i'm not saying sonic is bad i'm not saying I disliked it i just i would have preferred a little bit more of that in that movie and i just don't i did not like the live action aspect of it right I know you didn't see it, but that that was just my my take on it. All right, uh, so we talk a little bit about little, we've been talking for a little while now about this. Come on, start to wrap some of this stuff up now about our conversation. So, what what to you, in your own words, makes a good video game movie? A good video game movie, right? Yeah. Understands. If you're going to make a good video game film or a good adaptation of a video game to live action or to the big screen, there's a couple things that I think you need to understand, okay? Number one, you need to understand, like I said earlier, the first people and the ones that are going to be the most hyped up to see your film are going to be the fans of that source material that you're building off of, okay? So if you don't do something to give them a fan service, you're not going to succeed off the bat. Second, your film needs to be good, period. You can't fall, you can't count too much on source material in terms of this, in terms of like, for example, okay, the live action adaptation of Cowboy Bebop. Motherfucking basura, okay? So there's a certain level of, of cheese, of cheesy aspects that is present in every anime ever i don't care what anybody says every anime has a certain amount of cheese in it that we just are like that's funny that's cool there's some people that eat that shit up and it's fine because it's an it's an anime but when you put it into live action it does not go at all it doesn't go at all right that's but okay it doesn't go. So there's the same thing happens with the the same thing happens with video games. So if you're making a movie about a video game, there's certain aspects of the video game that you just cannot use in live action. I will think of an example here in a second. Next, I think you need to understand that if your main focus is to bring in new viewers or new fans to that franchise, you need to understand that the reason that the film has such a huge following is because of the story that it is already telling. If you're taking creative liberties, it's a little bit easier when you do it with a game like Sonic, because Sonic has so many different storylines that don't intersect with each other, but it doesn't work with, a, with something that's really centrally lore-heavy like Halo. Because Halo, every side story that is told all lead in the same direction. But Sonic doesn't do that. Sonic spans different time, time frames and universes and all this stuff. And so... You could take Sonic and just take the things like I talked about and make a movie with, a, with your own storyline. With the villain is Dr. Robotnik or Eggman. His friends being 
Tales, his riff with Knuckles. You can write your own story set in that universe, and I think you most people would be okay with it, right? I get what you totally totally get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So another thing is if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna make a reference to something that's not even remotely part of your video game source material into a film and use the source material of the video game alongside of it, if you do not do that well, it's not gonna, you're gonna fail. I can give a very good example about this. Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter featuring Mila Jovovich, Tony Jaa, and Ron Perlman, right? Ron Perlman is this, like, he's a, he's a monster hunter from the film, whatever. And then Tony Jaa, for some reason, doesn't know how to speak English. But other people can. But, Tony, but Ron Perlman can. Also, I don't think he Ron can speak Perl- English in real life. That's yeah, one of the reasons, one of the issues they had, I think. Tony Jaa? I yeah. think Tony Jaa can. He's, oh. he's, I don't know what he's speaking, but it sounds like... It's not English. Anyways, so Mila Jovovich, have you seen Monster Hunter? I have not, actually. I'm gonna, I was actually, that was when I wanted to, but... Okay, I mean, I'll let you... Mila Jovovich... I don't care, you can spoil it for me. Okay. Spoilers okay. for Monster Hunter, everybody. Cover Mil- your ears. Mila, J- Mila Jovovich is a ranger commander in Monster Hunter. She commands a platoon as a captain of rangers. Okay? Now, these rangers do not look ranger at all. Okay? She does not look ranger. They do not look ranger at all. They don't act uh, the way that you perceive rangers would act, especially on mission. Okay? Also, she has, like, rangers lead the way tattooed on her neck. Super out of regs. I don't care what rank you are. I don't care. Right? Wait, is she an actual um, army ranger? Like, she's an actual army ranger. Oh, okay. I thought this was like a made-up like thing. No, actual. Okay, no, no, no. continue. She in the well in the movie she plays an actual army ranger. She. I don't really care about regs, man. At okay. the end of GI Joe two, the fucking Rock had a goatee. And I know. His, <laughs> I know. And, I don't, and he was not in special forces. But anyways, <laughs> go on. Okay, so, um, anyways, um, then. You have like the story be- be- behind the Monster Hunter is that these ra- this ranger team gets teleported to the realm that Monster Hunter takes place in. Okay? And they fight a Diablos with a sword that has no sharp edge, but somehow the monsters that they fight. They cut clean through, which is blows my mind. Okay. And they sing cadence. Like, this was so cringy to me. It was so cringy. They're driving on their, on their, um, they're, they're in their Humvee, right? Which is not up armored, even though they're in country. It's not up armored at all. They survive insane rollovers in this Humvee. She's not strapped in to the Humvee at all. Gunner is supposed to have a gunner's harness. And the Humvee rolls and rolls and rolls. And she was standing outside the hatch. But when the Humvee finishes rolling, she gets out and she's perfectly fine. And nobody has any broken bones. No one's dead. No one's severely hurt. Maybe some people have like cuts on their cheek, but that's it. But I I don't. 
I don't understand why they had to make it about that. Monster Hunter totally could have been about a young child or a young teenager coming of age as a Monster Hunter or learning the ropes as a Monster Hunter. It totally could have been better just that because that's exactly what everybody plays as is a new and upcoming Monster Hunter. There's no real like centralized lore or centralized story where this is a bad guy and he's doing this with the monsters. You're just a monster hunter, dude. You're just trying to get the best gear that you can as a monster hunter. So you're out there chasing down monsters to get what? Parts of their body so you can make cool stuff. Okay? And then they had the the cat, the cook. That was the best part of the whole movie because the most game accurate thing about that whole film is the cat that's cooking. Because he does it exactly like he does it in the video game. To a T. Like, even the way he cuts the meat and places one single piece of, like, uh, mint or seasoning. He places Mm -hmm. one leaf of mint or something on the meat. And it's like, automatically, the meat is completely seasoned. That's the best part of the whole movie. Is just that small 30-second instance where they show him cooking. But... They sang Cadence. They literally were, she was standing outside of the Humvee and she's going, they say that in the army, the pay is mighty fine. And then T.I. T.I. is in the bottom of the Humvee. He's a sniper master sergeant. And he's like, they say that in the army, the pay is mighty fine. And then everybody starts singing along. They're like, they gave you a hundred dollars and take, and I'm just like, or what? Also, there's a character that goes completely unaccounted for. Like, they don't even show her die. She's the last one with T.I. And then they get overran. And then that's it. She disappears forever. They don't show her die ever. Not one time. And then she's never referenced. She's not like, oh, she died. Oh, they got her. Nothing. They just, it's just T.I. dies. So what you're saying she, to me. And she's a, she's a high, she's a high, like. She's a high-paid actress. She's like an actual actress. Not she's not like some B like C stop like C level actress. It's um what was her name? Megan Good. Okay. Yeah, she's Megan pretty, Good. It just sounds like to me what you're describing to me. It's a bad video game movie. It's video just game a movie. bad that's just a bad video game movie. Did Paul W. S. Anderson like, write and direct that movie too? I feel like he does all he's another person that's synonymous with like Bad. Yeah, Paul Paul W S Anderson. Yeah, bad video game movies. I mean, Resident Evil was actually I felt like was pretty good. The, all the other ones, the sequels and stuff, was like, whoa, okay. Like the two Resident Evil two actually was cool because I think it had Nemesis in, the, in that one, which was pretty cool. If I remember correctly. I don't know. And then it had it had that classic cheesy. We're ragers. We fight. That's what we do. We fight and we survive no matter what. Man, the army had to get, pay some money to, to and get. And then that. they absolutely got. Clapped by like the first thing they encountered, just absolutely destroyed. And I was like, why do bone swords do more damage to these things? Bone swords that are literally a foot wide, which is totally cool to do damage in a video game. That's fine. But bone swords are cutting through these monsters clean too. Like, so the sword's this big, but it leaves a slice that's like paper thin, and the monster's head just goes very slowly, right? It's there's no. Exactly. It's, it must be magic, right? But, like, a full auto, like, Gatling gun. Like, a minigun mounted to the, to the Humvee. She's like, 
like shooting the crap out of this Diablos and it's like, ah, nothing hurts me. But then one bone blade and it's cool. And then Tony Ja trains her and they do like that usual like, oh, I'm becoming a better fighter montage. It's so 1980s. Reminds me of like, uh, what was that movie? Um, Team America when they're like, literally the song was like a montage. It was the name of the song. Now it's time for a montage. <laughs> it's like just another montage. I mean, I was fine if you want to do a montage, but don't make it like cheesy and like oh, uber ridic- ridiculous. Like what? And then Tony Jaa and her argue over because she shows him what chocolate is. And he's like, chocolate? And she's like, yeah, chocolate. And he's like, he's like tr- he thinks that everything is chocolate. After that, like, if he gives her food, he's like, chocolate. And she's like, no, this is not chocolate. And he's like, okay. Yeah. So and they fight. Like, you tell me, no. Okay, I think, I think we can establish that, given the criteria Monster of... Uh, Monster Hunter was bad. Monster <laughs> Hunter was bad. <laughs> so that was just a long way of saying Monster Hunter was not a good movie. <laughs> and then the Rathalos dragon goes to our realm. It gets trans transformed, like not transformed. It gets teleported through the portal that she came through into. I mean, it's not. If you want to watch it, watch it, Peter. I, I, just, I'll watch just it. Just understand it, what okay. I've told you. Just understand what I've told you. Okay. Okay. I've heard enough of this movie. I don't want. I don't even want to watch it now. This sounds so dumb. But anyways, let's wrap this up now. We've been talking for a little bit for a while, a little while now. Let's wrap this up. You've already said what makes what makes a good video game movie, and I think I've already kind of said this already. Like a good video game movie needs to be able to it needs to pay fan service to the content to the to lore some somewhat right, yeah. at least somewhat. Like it doesn't have to be specific. Like at least somewhat. You could like I said, you could just have like Pyramid Head ripping someone's fucking face off. That's cool. You know, this guy at least pay some attention to the lore. It has to tell a good story. Right, I'm not saying it has to be, you know, the Batman or Joker or Charshank Redemption, you know, but it has to tell a good story. It has to be cast well. It has to be shot well. Basically, everything that makes a good movie in general. And, that's, and that ultimately, that's what I think what makes these movies not good is because they have too many things that need to hit in order to be good. And so that's what I think in general. High level overview, that is what, what, is what makes a, a good video game movie. You have to hit like those three or four things that I just, that I just mentioned. And it, I think it's just too hard. Cause if you think about it, none of these movies really are that good. I will say though, I mean, I keep saying uncharted is a good movie. Like if I had never played the video games, I, my kids in there played the games and they loved it. My ex-wife loves that movie. I'd I mean, watch it. it's really good. Tom Holland, Mark Wal- Wahlberg have a great rapport. I, I feel like, I mean, maybe I'm in the minority. I don't know. I didn't look at what people were saying about that movie. I mean, minus the fact that he did. Sully didn't have a mustache. God forbid he didn't have a mustache. <laughs> ruin the movie terrible movie not lore accurate and then I don't, I'm not gonna like dive too much into it right but House of the Dead is blatantly has a line in it that is super super racist oh wow and, and, and it tried to compensate a couple of times for how bad it is with some like nudity they were like, it was like, oh, this scene is written bad. Take your shirt off. Boobies. Like, yep. I mean, I guess for the time uh, when that movie came out, I guess, was that early 2000s? And it's surprising, like, who says it too? Like, 
Like, well, oh my God, I can't believe you just said that. And the way you say it. Well, all right. I think, I think that's all I have on this topic. I don't think I have anything else. To add. I don't have any more questions. So let's wrap this up. Let's do our final thoughts and then we'll say our goodbyes. So what are your final thoughts on this, on this video game movie discussion? Final thoughts are that <laughs> if your movie's good, you don't have to use any nudity oh. to compensate. All right. If your movie, go ahead. What? I just, I forgot. This is a question. I, this is, I wanted to ask you in the beginning. Do you still want video game movies? <laughs> the silence no. is deafening. No. no. That I'm is okay. the same thing I'm I just okay. asked myself and I had the same answer. I'm okay with short fan films. Because usually short fan films do amazing. Are usually they're so freaking good. It's insane. Like, oh, we keep coming back to it. Halo Landfall is amazing. Halo Landfall is an amazing piece of fan art <clears throat> that was an amazing thing to watch. Right? And it's just a short. So I'm down with like short fan films. That's cool. But if you're like, let's get all these actors that never played the game and Let's put some writers that never read any of the books or don't understand any of the source material to write this movie because it's all the rage now. And, uh, yeah. Do you know what I found out the other day? That the United States Army is, f is sponsoring Halo. That doesn't surprise me. They have a hand in the money that's going into Halo. That doesn't surprise me at all. Is this another form of recruitment, I guess? I don't know. I'm with you, though. I'm with you. If... If they were like, I, I don't think I want video game movies anymore. The only one that I kind of want still is a Metal Gear movie. And I would be completely okay if they just said, hey, this is Solid Snake and there's a Metal Gear in the movie and then make it interesting. I would be completely fine with that. They were like, no lore, nothing. Or it, had to have, it would have to have Campbell, it would have to have Snake, and it would have to have a Metal Gear, right? Because I want, yeah. I want more of a modern day, a modern day one. I would be fine. Like I would be like, just give me that and let me see that on screen. That'd be cool. But in generally thinking about this question, I had all week to think about it. I could give a fuck if they do any more. There's no, there is no fucking video game that I want to see on a big screen. There's just none because no one can do it. No one has done it. Again, I was say Uncharted did a fantastic job and it kind of gives got, me he hope. Got, Oscar Isaac got asked on the red carpet whether he's what the status is of the video, the Metal Gear movie. And he was like, ah, yeah, we're still He's like, talking eh. about it. Dude, and that's another thing, too, like with Halo. That, there was, that movie has been, or that show and movie has been in limbo for 15 years or whatever it is, right? Yeah. I have zero faith that anyone can make an adaptation based on a video game, video game universe and do it really well. Uncharted is probably the closest thing. I keep saying that. I, I'm kind of curious to what other people think. But Uncharted kind of gives me hope. And I'm interested. To, I'm interested to see what happens with the Last of Us show, but at the oh, same time, yeah. like, I don't even know if I really. I don't. I mean, I know it's a show, not a movie. But at the same time, like, I don't even know if I really want that. I mean, I still haven't beat the first one. I'm still playing it. I'm like towards two thirds of the way through, and I just keep not beating it. But I've seen enough of the streams and the videos of it. I'm just like, do we even really need this as a TV show? Like, I don't know. Like books, comic books, and adapting those into films is a little different to me because. It's not live action. Like we haven't seen like video games are way closer to movies visually 
than, than reading or reading a comic book, right? Because when you're playing a video game, you're it's it's like live action because you're watching it, right? And but you're playing at the same time, and so yeah. it's way way closer to something we see on TV uh, unfolding and storytelling aspects. It's way closer to a movie, and so I, I personally, man, I just I looking back at all of these movies based on that article, which I'll post in the description. Those forty-seven movies, most of them are just in general. I know it's subjective, just not good. Regardless, even regardless if they're a, a video game movie or just you look at it just from a movie perspective, they're just not good movies. So I'm yeah. with you. I honestly I could give two shits if they don't make video game movies anymore. There's not one. I would like to see a Metal Gear movie. That's like the only one I could think of. But like, I'm good. As a kid, I guess, like Mortal Kombat, you're like, oh, Mortal Kombat, I get to see Sub Zero on the TV, you know, like I get to see all these characters. But as an adult, I'm just like, I, to me, I'm just burnt out. I'm just like, I have no hope. <laughs> I've just lost all hope for a video game movie. But. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. Final thoughts on video game movies. Just make them. Just <laughs> if you're gonna make one, make it make it properly. Do I, I guess it's about respect too. Like if you're not gonna show the source material respect, like don't don't make it. And if you're not gonna do something, if you're not gonna show respect for the people that put that franchise there in the first place. Like, okay, you wrote the source material, for example. You wrote it. But if, and it was good. But because it was good, the fans are the ones that propelled it and stayed with it and stuck by it and created more and demanded more, which drove you to, to write more and write better and, and create new and exciting storylines in the universe that you created as the original writer. That's cool. But at the same time, if you're going to make a film using that intellectual property and you don't do any service to it, then you're wrong and you're not, you're, your movie's going to fail. I think that that's an important aspect to understand is like if you're not going to pay some kind of respect, and I'm not just talking about, I love it because he has a metal suit on and he fights aliens. It's not really like that for at least not anymore for Halo fans. For Halo fans now, it's really about the story and the lore for Halo. It's really about the story and the lore for The Last of Us. It's really about the story and the lore for uh, Uncharted. You know what I mean? So the, sto- the story for Uncharted, if they had made that movie for Uncharted after the first game, it would not be anywhere near as good as the one that you watched is. Because that expansion of storyline is what created the huge fan base that it has now. Because Uncharted does have a huge fan base, and people are like, "Well, great." Well, not the multiplayer for the love of God, not the multiplayer. No, but, well, there's also two. Like, I don't think one game is enough to warrant a movie anyway. Like, regardless of how good it is, right? I mean, I could be wrong, but usually it has to have like a long. A long lifespan of success before they actually want to dabble into making a movie or adapt it to a TV show. Like, I think that's why I'm looking at it. Like, yeah, you could have a great one. Yeah, and I think you're right. It helped flesh out. They had a lot of source material to go with too. But I think generally that's what I'm going with is when you uh, with with that. If someone makes one good video game, that isn't. I don't think there's any been uh, any precedence of them making a movie based off of one good video game, right? But I think you're right about having 
I think that that's a, I think it's a bad thing though with like Halo. Like I said, Halo was like huge, right? All right. So I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'll let you finish your final You're thoughts. Fine. No, that that is my final thought. You just you need to respect the source material that you're using that's it and i i agree so i don't really have much to add to to your final thoughts on the topic i agree with you on a lot of the stuff we we butted heads on lore aspect of it and i think i think i think for you with halo like for halo and a lot of other people it's just like you have such an attachment to that and it's, it's so good the books were so good like viper in our discord like he loves those books he tells me all the time about how good they are you know like which ones to read but there's so much lore there and i just feel like you're gonna piss somebody off and that's that's the thing is like when you have that much stuff to pull from i think it's better to just kind of like create your own but you have to pay respect to that lore right you have to do things that make sense in that in that in that world which is what Uncharted did. I keep saying, this is like my, man, someone needs to pay me money. Like, it's the way I'm like promoting this. <laughs> this is exactly what Uncharted did. It took, it made it its own. It took aspects of the lore, of the story, and it made it its own, right? And it still felt like Uncharted. And that's, that, and that's what video game movies need to do when they're making them. I think it's just too hard. I think it's too hard to pay fan service, make a good entertaining movie, get the right actors, get the right director, right producers, film it, shoot it right. I think it's just too hard and then at the end of the day i think we're going back out the course of new game movie history i man i don't think i need them anymore I, I, I hope i'm wrong i hope i hope the last of us is really good and i hope that whatever next video game movie they make is fucking awesome and, and, and we love it but i can't think of any mass effect like is anyone excited for a mass effect tv show or movie i don't think really anyone is at this point maybe they are i'm not I don't have any faith they're going to be able to be able to present that on TV in a in a or a movie in a well mannered way that we are that everyone's going to enjoy. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But that's all. I have, that's the last thing I have to say about this topic. So we're going to have a new format coming up. Josh and I talked about it. We're actually once a month we're going to review video game movies and we're going to dive deep into like the box office casting directors and all of that stuff and we don't know which one we're going to do yet but that's going to be stay tuned because that's going to be one of our like we do retro sunday funday which we did contra which i haven't posted yet but we did an episode on contra due to some audio issues at my part surprise surprise my mic was fucked up we don't know why but i'm kind of excited to do this it's gonna be a lot of fun to go back and like relive some especially we did mortal kombat it's kind of like what we did with mortal kombat which was more of a josh man great topic this was a lot of yeah. fucking fun bro i had yeah, a lot so of fun this was a very good thank yeah. you for coming up with this idea this was i had fun going back and watching even though i wanted to gouge my eyes out halfway through super mario brothers i think uh <laughs> i think this was a this was a really fun episode so and, and everyone yeah. in our discord thank you all for hanging out and listening to us hope you enjoyed it and josh and i'll uh catch up with you in a couple weeks where we do our next episode man absolutely hey we did we got a metal gear reference in boom we got it in remember we talked yeah, about yeah. metal gear movie <laughs> i didn't even think about it we even do that on purpose yeah that just happened organically <laughs> no, it's episode. not because metal gear is amazing right? <laughs> <laughs> all right man a lot of fun i'll catch you later yep bye, don't everybody. be a piece of shit <laughs> bye everyone